0: Welcome to Lift Yourself Podcast, I'm your host Laura and I created this podcast to help you feel inspired and uplifted so you can unleash your potential self to the world. In this podcast I talk about divine feminine energy, female empowerment, personal development and much more. You can expect a mixture of guest interviews and solo episodes from me alongside some of my guided meditations. I'm so happy that you're joining me today, so let's get started. Hello, welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Laura. And before we get into today's episode, I just wanted to be super real and honest with you. I am recording it today from my bed. There's no fancy outfit, makeup, studio. I hardly record my podcast episodes in a studio, to be fair. It's only now and then that I do that. And I'm just trusting that it's meant to be. And I don't need things to be perfect in order to get things done and I quite like the casual vibes especially when I'm recording solo podcast episodes because I see them as like catch-ups and diary entries and just sharing my thoughts and even though in this episode I have made some notes because there's certain things that I want to go into to give you some tips and advice, I still like the idea of it being quite casual and I'm just trusting Whatever I say, I'm meant to say without needing things to be super structured and rigid. So yeah, I am in bed. It's a Saturday morning. I'm still in my pyjamas. I've got no makeup on and I'm recording this episode because I feel really inspired. And I also think as well, I've noticed this pattern when I go to record solo podcast episodes, I get so excited. It's like, yes, I love doing it. And whenever I feel a level of resistance to recording a solo episode, I just know it's not the right time for me to do it. This is actually quite relevant because I'm going to be talking about getting into alignment. Before I go into the tips and what I've written down and what I want to share in general i also decided to pull some cards from one of my angel deck cards so the one that i used is the angel guide oracle from kyle gray and it's like a blue box with an angel at the front and the cards that jumped out as i was shuffling were just so irrelevant to this and of course it might not resonate with you I did ask for some general guidance for the women or the people who will listen to this podcast episode, whether it is in real time or sometime in the future. If it doesn't resonate, then obviously this message isn't for you and it's not relevant right now. The first card that popped out was signs and reminders. Now, some of you might be communicating with the universe, you might be writing down your journal or in a meditation or asking out loud for some reassurance, some signs that you are on the right path, that things are happening as they are meant to or maybe you're in two minds about something and you want some reassurance from your guides or from the universe, this card always comes out to tell you that your guides are communicating with you, that the universe is sending you signs and that can be through angel numbers, it can be through specifically sending the sign that you're asking for, it can be through messages from other people, it can be in so many different ways. We often miss the signs if we're so much up in our own mind and we're really, really busy and we're not taking that step back to see and receive the signs, but it's definitely reassurance that the universe is always communicating with you. Don't worry about people who don't believe in this type of stuff or tell you it's just a coincidence. If the sign you get doesn't feel like just a coincidence and it feels like it is communication from your guides, from spirit, from your angels, trust that that is what it is. Don't let other people put doubt in your mind and don't worry about needing to convince other people with what you feel it's your reality, it's your life, it's your emotions and your feelings and your intuition, so trust that that is exactly what you're seeing it to be and you don't need to convince other people otherwise, you don't need to justify anything, just trust the feelings and the emotions that you're getting. I think sometimes we can start to doubt the signs that we we receive from spirit because We start to talk to other people who might not be in a similar mindset to us or a similar journey to us or even gone through a spiritual awakening and then when we hear their views of like, it's just a coincidence, we start to think, oh, maybe it is just a coincidence or maybe this isn't a sign and that's when we put doubt in our path. So this card is a reminder that the universe is communicating with you, those signs that you're seeing, it's not random, it's for a reason and trust that. And you will be guided along your journey. You have everything you need within you to take you where you want to go. And when you lead from the soul, when you lead from your intuition, you will always go where you're meant to go. When we can start to feel problems and difficulties, when we lead more with the head and the ego. But I'm going to get more into that anyway in the podcast episode. I just wanted to let you know about that card. And then interestingly enough, the next card was Opportunity and Change so some of you might be going through this growth period wanting to go on an up level transformation ready to write your new chapter and this card is coming to remind you that opportunity is on the horizon change is coming even if you feel like nothing different is going on right now or the opportunities don't appear to be presenting themselves They are. If you've been doing the inner work, if you've been showing up, if you've been doing the mindset work, if you've been taking the steps that you can take in your reality, the universe will meet you halfway. The angels can see what you are doing and they want to support you. So remember, sometimes what happens is the change goes on internally and then there's a delay before we see the change in the external. So the opportunities and the change are coming So hold the faith and the trust. And then the next card, it's, I just think it's so powerful how all of these cards interlink. I don't know if anyone else agrees with me here, but the next card was surrender. And it's like surrendering to your current reality, surrendering to the angels, surrender to the universe, surrender to your guides, like whichever resonates, just that it's fine, it doesn't matter what terminology you use, it's just surrendering to this higher power that you are guided, you are supported, the opportunities are coming, the change is coming, the transformation is coming, as long as you are showing up and doing the internal work and you have that deep faith and trust and knowing, you will be guided to exactly where you need to go. So yeah, those were the three cards that come up for me before I press record and I just felt that I had to share that with you, I really, really wanted to, so I hope that it helps someone listening, and it resonates with someone, and give you a little bit of reassurance. So, today's episode, I wanted to talk about getting into alignment. Getting into alignment is a super buzzword, isn't it, in the spiritual space. I know when I first started on my self-development journey, and went on a spiritual awakening, or went through a spiritual awakening, I should have said, I was really confused with the word alignment. I was like, what does it mean being in alignment? And then I thought, I sound really silly asking that question. And the more I sat with it and thought about it, I was like, it's actually not a silly question to ask because Sometimes these words that you hear coaches or spiritual mentors and thought leaders say, they can appeal a little bit fluffy and it's like, well, what does that actually mean? Now, alignment is just basically for me, this is obviously my perception of what it means. So for you, it could mean something different. And I just want to give that little disclaimer here, but it's just basically us feeling into the higher self, the highest version of us or the goals and the visions that we have for our life and then actually moving towards that version and when we're not in alignment that's when things aren't moving towards this higher timeline. If you want to be more practical about it you think about like your self-worth and how, so your self-worth influences lots and lots of different things about how we show up in life, what we say yes to, what we say no to, what we accept, uh, the opportunities that we go for, you know, lots and lots of things, so if your self-worth isn't, isn't in a level that is in alignment with your higher self, then that can cause things to be misaligned. So yeah, I would say alignment It's not really a word that I suppose we have to dwell on and unpick loads and loads. It's just trusting that it means what it means for you. And an alignment is things happening, taking you on a journey that is going to help you do the things that you really want to do deep down and you're not settling and you're not playing small and you're not holding yourself back. And I do think there's a little bit of misconception with the concept of getting into alignment, especially in the spiritual space, and it confused me a lot. So I've made a number of different points, and I'm going to go through each one and then expand on them. And the first point that I want to share with you is taking accountability and responsibility for our life. At the end of the day, this isn't about blaming ourselves or having shame or feeling guilty about the way our life is or for things that we've done in the past. Taking accountability and responsibility is more about having acceptance and claiming back our power. So having the strength and empowerment to be able to make the change because whenever we blame something externally or somebody else we are then given that power away to them, which means we don't have as much to be able to change anything. So when we actually take that accountability and we're like, I'm taking ownership for how I'm showing up, I'm taking ownership for how I feel right now, I'm taking ownership for the BS that I've been telling myself and I'm going to make that change in order for me to be able to feel like I'm getting back into alignment. Whereas if we're always waiting for someone else to change or a decision outside of us to change or the environment to change before we change, it's it's almost like we get caught in this loop cycle of nothing actually happening because we're not looking at ourselves and the true change that is everlasting that is going to give you the things that you desire deep within is starting from yourself like it's starting from us changing internally and the only way that we can really change internally is taking accountability and knowing that your life right now, the way that your life is, is a result of the actions that you've took in the past, the decisions you've made in the past. And not a lot of people necessarily will like to hear that. And I'm not here to tell you what you want to hear. I'm here to tell you The truth. I'm always here to be direct. Everything that I say is with love. So when I'm coaching my clients, and if I say something, it's like I tell you this with love. Take whatever it is that resonates with you because we know the truth deep down anyway, even if we don't want to hear it. And just because something's happened to us outside of us, because let's face it, you know, things can happen and they do happen that has nothing to do with us in terms of our control things can happen of course they can and we can't have accountability and responsibility for how other people present and how other people make you know react to us or what they do to us but we can only have that accountability for ourselves and when we have that accountability we're putting the energy back into us, like we're filling up our own cup because we're taking that power of, I can't influence or control these external situations. I'm not responsible for another person's emotional well being or their success or how they're feeling about themselves and the relationship they have with themselves. I have to focus on me and how I feel about me, take accountability for me. And then when I do that, I can show up as my best self I can show up as my future self I can show up in a supportive way for other people and also I lead the way like sometimes when especially when you're on this path like spiritual path self-development a lot of people don't believe in this type of stuff and think that you're you've lost the plot like what are you doing like all of these beliefs come up from them and it's projection and I always say to my clients this is the thing that I embody myself is just lead the way don't worry about wanting to convince other people just be the embodiment of the work be the embodiment of your beliefs and the transformation take accountability for your internal alignment and let the results speak for themselves because these people who are doubting these people who are blaming these people who feel like nothing is working out for them they will then come to you and they will ask you, what did you do? How did you do that? Can you tell me? Can you teach me? Can you show me? This will happen and it might be in a year, three years, five years, it might even be next month because everyone's timeline's different. It will happen so for us having that inner accountability, responsibility for our life, leading the way, being self-led, like, being self-led is huge, because that's all about us taking that ownership without needing to justify anything, and when we know we're leading from love, and we're leading from our higher self, like, intuition, we can't, we can't go wrong, and my next point was actually listening to your intuition, and I've done a solo episode on this a little while ago talking about the intuition and what the intuition is and how to know the difference between your intuition and your ego. I'll actually link that episode in the description of the podcast in case you've missed it and you want to go back and give it a listen. But your intuition is always working in your favour, your intuition always knows the truth and best way and the easiest way I can describe what the intuition is to you is it's the first thing that we get like the first feeling the first idea the first thing that crosses your path and then there's usually not real uh, much emotion to it it's just like a thought and what happens is the ego will then step in and begin to undermine the intuition and that's when the fear-based thoughts come up like the what if this doesn't happen or what if it's not meant for me and that can cause us to doubt the intuition but when you're wanting to get into alignment or establish if you are in alignment the biggest thing with connecting to your intuition is thinking about is this dream or this vision or this goal that i'm moving towards mine is it my dream, is it really what I want, or is it somebody else's, because if we feel misaligned on our path, it can be sometimes because we're focusing on what other people want for us, we're focusing on what we think we should do, that that, that word should, I really, really don't like that word, because I find myself saying it, I should be here, I should be there, and it's like, no, it's not about that. It's about you feeling into what is your vision, not what we think we should be doing. And not listening so much to external noise. Like, of course, we can seek inspiration, guidance, support. That's all important because that helps us up-level, grow, getting into our next next chapter of our life. But when we start looking at like social media, for example, I'm going to use that. When we start looking at these other successful people on social media and we see what they're doing and then we start to think, oh, maybe I need to do that. That's something I should talk about or that's maybe something I should post about or that's something I should do. And that's when we're doubting our intuition because if it's not come to us at any other point, is it really your... Vision is it really something that's in connection to the highest version of you and your future self? Because when we're following someone else's timeline and we're following someone else's path, we're not going to fulfill our full potential within that. And I know at the beginning of my journey, when I doubted my intuition and I didn't trust what I had to say, and I would look at other women and then almost like, I want to say, almost like, like mirror what they're doing and what they're saying and being like a carbon copy of that person or of those women because I thought well they've got success or they've created something that's what I should do I just need to do that when really I was completely downplaying my own magic my own voice my own quirks my own unique messaging my interests, my experience because I was just shutting that off and just not giving that any value and worth, and just focusing on, well, this this person has achieved success doing this, I've got to do that. And just completely not listening to my intuition. And that's when I wasn't getting into alignment because I wasn't sharing my voice, I wasn't sharing my message. And I know from doing the spiritual work and connecting to the divine feminine that our voice, our message is unique and it's got a certain level of vibration. So when we speak our truth, when we share our message, when we are speaking from the heart and our intuition, we're then able to reach the people who want to hear that, who are ready to hear that, and activate something within them that helps them remember their truth and their power and their messaging. Like, we can all be saying similar things, we can all have similar messages and desires, but no one is us and that's our power. We all have our own unique way, our own unique gifts. So yeah, if you feel like things aren't in alignment, ask yourself, am I listening to my intuition? am I following my vision or am I not, am I looking too much at what other people are doing and then following their vision because the only way we can create our own true success is listening to what we want to do, how we want to feel, what we want to create, what the best version of us feels like and that is so different for every single person and that is divine because we don't want to all be the same we're not meant to be the same that's why we don't all look the same and the world has so many different unique things about it in nature that makes the world like special without that sounds so cheesy it does so Yeah, do not feel like you have to mould yourself into everyone else and it's something I implement all the time, especially because I'm a new coach, I'm new on this journey, I never want to merge into other coaches or other podcasters, even if we're speaking about similar things and we have similar messages, I always want to put my own little unique recipe into what I'm saying. And that can't be imitated. That can only come from within. So it's something that I take accountability for applying in my world. And honestly, it is a game changer. So I would definitely urge you looking into that with your own intuition. The next tip that I've written is accepting that ch- challenges will cross your path. I feel there's a real misconception with being in alignment that everything is flowy, everything is easy, everything just happens naturally and magnetically and when it doesn't happen it must mean that we're not in alignment. I'm gonna to have to uncross my legs because I'm getting pins and needles. <laughs> I'm sad on the bed with my legs crossed, I'm gonna have to, I'm sorry, I'm gonna to have to uncross my legs. I do not want to feel uncomfortable as I'm recording this podcast. So yeah, there's a misalignment that, sorry, there's a misconception that for things to be in alignment, that it has to be easy. My stance on this and my experience of this is going through a spiritual path is not easy. If you talk to anybody who's gone on a spiritual awakening or made any type of transformation in their life, it's usually not being easy, especially at the beginning. There's been... You know, there's been things that have, they've had to go through to strengthen them as a person and that's the whole point within this. Like when you're writing a new chapter of your life and you're growing, there's going to be certain experiences and lessons that your soul wants to go through. Even if you're like, why am I going through this? Your soul on a deep level wants to go through this and actually needs to go through this to be able to be in the vibration, let's say, in the self-worth of the thing that you desire, like the future self. Because if we don't go through certain challenges, it doesn't help us become stronger. It doesn't help us learn the lessons. It doesn't help us have the knowledge that we need to be able to step into that reality, that future reality, that alignment. So, if, if there are challenges and if there are setbacks and if there are even failures, it's always only temporary and it doesn't mean that things aren't aligned for you. You know, you could be doing a university course, let's say, and there may be challenges with the course. There could be difficulties in terms of maybe you failed certain assignments, maybe you struggled on the course it doesn't mean that you're not meant to pass the course it just means that there's you know there's certain things that potentially you're being called to look at to review to get support to get help to switch things up a little bit and you'll grow as a person you'll improve as a person and that's going to help you then to be able to be in alignment with your higher self because until we face these challenges, we're not gonna know the true like power that we have within us. Cause if everything's always easy, then I don't think that we fully tap into our potential. I think we discover our true potential when the time's tough. And then that's when you have a moment of you're like, Wow, I am actually a strong person because look what I've been able to overcome. And the alignment is sometimes us facing those obstacles. Like in relationships, for example, you could be in a relationship with someone, you could meet someone and it might not necessarily be easy, but that's because there's communication needed, there's support that you need to understand each other and that's really helping you to be able to then work together. Like meeting a soulmate doesn't mean that everything's going to be all smooth sailing. Like your soulmate can often trigger you because life's a mirror isn't it so wherever we feel triggered by it's just this part of us to learn to grow to be go deeper in our healing journey it's just a constant process there's just no like one outcome we're always growing and yeah I just think in, in especially in the spiritual space there's this misconception that things need to be easy and here's another example that I want to give you actually you could be let's use dating so you could be dating a guy and he's really good looking or dating a girl and she's really good looking and it could seem easy but that doesn't mean that this person is your person because they might not want to commit to you and maybe you want commitment, maybe you want to meet your soulmate, like that's a deep desire for you and it's something that you feel ready for and it could be easy for you to say yes to see this person, you know, it could be easy for you to keep them in your life and it might actually be harder for you to say no in order to then get into alignment to then meet your soulmate. Do you see the difference? So just because something might seem easy and it might just come at your door and it might just be falling at your feet, doesn't necessarily mean that it's in alignment. And that's why we listen to our intuition, because our intuition knows the truth. The flow side definitely is relevant, like flow and manifestations come in. But when you're growing, when you're working on who you are as a person and you're building your strength, the universe is going to help you by bringing challenges. It's not like to test you out. It's not to pass or fail you. It's not to work against you. It's simply to help you evolve. It's simply helping you to tap into your potential and realizing that, yeah, this isn't for me and I am willing and I am ready to wait for what I deserve, and even if it feels a little bit hard and I've got to put the work in, I will because I know that on the other side is the thing that's in alignment with the best version of me, with my higher self. And the next point is boundaries. So with boundaries, it's us finding our own boundaries and what they mean for us like I'm not going to go into too much detail with this because I feel like boundaries could be a completely separate podcast episode but for the purpose of being in alignment it's about us saying no to things that don't serve us saying no to certain behavior patterns and habits that don't serve us and releasing anything that doesn't make us feel like the person we want to become Because the longer that we hold on to things that don't serve us, the more that we push away energetically and physically the things that are right for us. Because the things that aren't helping us, that aren't here for our greater good, is taking up the energetic space. So the universe can't bring anything new in to help you get into into alignment with your higher self, with your highest possible timeline. Because we're too focused on The things that don't serve us we're saying yes to things that we don't want to say yes to because we're worried that we're going to upset other people boundaries are about you having that internal strength of being able to say no if you want to say no and then also say yes if you want to say yes to something different getting out your comfort zone like there's lots of different ways that this can apply but if we focus on being in alignment energetically it's knowing your energy is precious and using your energy to good use, where it's in a stance of helping you grow. And the more that we're really able to to trust, this doesn't feel good, this doesn't feel like I want to do it anymore, I'm growing as a person, and that's another thing, when you're doing this work, you will grow, you will change, and it's not changing for the worst, it's changing for the better, it's not changing into a completely different person, it's changing to the real you, the most confident version of you, the full self-worth version of you, the version of you who is fully like expressing who they are, so that can be difficult for people around you to accept because if you've been a certain way and say if you've always done certain things and then you go on this journey and you start to do this type of work then you begin to change and say no to certain things people then start to think well why is that and it can be like a bit of a internal threat for them because you're showing a mirror to them because you're doing the work you're changing and people might not like that Um, don't get me wrong not everyone's not gonna like that there will be people who support you and do like that but it's just really for you understanding I don't want to do this anymore is this saving me is this helping me on my journey and having the confidence to be able to put the boundary in place without feeling that you're being rude or you need to people please just having that assertive decision and outlook because that is Divine Feminine as well. Divine Feminine energy is having the self-assurance self, self assurance and, and protecting her energy or protecting their energy. Of being like, no, this, this isn't going to help me. So I'm going to let this go. And the next point is a big one actually. And it's aligning your conscious mind with your subconscious mind. So we could be doing all of the things. Like we could be doing the vision board, the goal setting, the manifestation, the full moon and new moon rituals. We could be saying out loud in our affirmations what we want, how we want our life to look, what our next level life looks like. We could be saying it all. And then if the subconscious mind is not in alignment with the conscious mind, there will always be something coming up that feels like it's holding you back, that feels frustration because it's not moving things forward. Now the subconscious mind has a huge influence on our actions in the physical world. The studies if you look at them say between 90 to 95 percent. So if we're not focusing on tapping into the subconscious mind to make those changes internally. It doesn't matter how many times we say the affirmations out loud, if we don't feel it within the subconscious, we're always going to self-sabotage in some way. And that can be procrastination, it can be perfectionism, it can be comparison. I found through the work I've done on myself and also with my clients, it can come up through fears as well like the underlying aspect of transformation and change is the fear because we get so comfortable living life in a certain way and having similar experiences that when we're going on this growth journey and when we're making a transformation and a change of understanding who we are or if we start working in the subconscious mind there can be this fear of of be of of change you know fear of failure can be another thing and we fear if we fail what other people will think of us what other people will say about us we can fear not being good enough if we follow our goals visions dreams you know something internally that we spent time getting clear on what we want and then we think well This seems a long way away from where I am. What if I fail? What if things don't work out? What if I invest that money and then I lose the money and then I'm stuck? You know, all of these fear based thoughts and beliefs come up because it's just simply a way of the subconscious wanting to keep us safe and in the familiar. Because in order for us to be able to receive something different, we have to think differently we have to act differently and that is going to be the way in which that we're able to really truly transform because if we keep the we all know the saying if we keep doing what we've always done we're going to keep getting what we've always got so it does come down to choosing your heart and that's another saying that I always come back to because it's like well in order for me to step into this next level version of myself I have to get comfortable being in the uncomfortable. I have to be willing to face the beliefs and the fears and the experiences that maybe I've suppressed in the past that have kept me safe, that have kept me in a certain identity, but it's not serving me anymore because I'm done with that now. Like I've learned the lessons from that and I'm ready for more. I'm ready to step into my potential and I know it's not always going to be easy because there's certain work that I have to do internally in order to then step into that version of myself that I know I can be and the fear is just an illusion because there's no such thing as failure there's only failure if you quit on yourself if you give up on yourself if you do things that aren't in alignment with who you truly are and your values because if anything isn't for you it will just fall away and I always feel like when we're working towards, you know, our highest possible timeline or our higher self, if we're following like the things that feel right for us, we're following our intuition, then we will be led where we're meant to go. So even if it's not the vision that we have initially, and as you start to do the work that vision might change and to be honest it's more than likely that it will change and it will grow and it will start to make more and more sense however the things that you've experienced or the certain jobs that you've done the certain relationships that you've been in the certain friendships that you've had the certain life experiences that you've gone through has helped strengthen you to be able to take you on that on that path because without those experiences, you wouldn't be the person you are now to be able to step into that that version of you who's doing the things that she does or shares the message that, message that she shares, helps the people in the way that she wants to help other people. So many different aspects to it. But until we focus on the subconscious, doing the internal work, being impatient with that process as well because it will take as long as it's going to take for some people it can be a very very quick experience and it doesn't actually need to be it the tools are there like it's not unavailable for you to tap into and begin doing that work today like there is there if we look for it it is there and we can actually claim that and find what it is that is keeping us in the same position that we're in now so if you've been in the same position for a little while if you've been in the same amount of money for a long time if you're feeling that things in your business aren't progressing or if you feel like you aren't attracting a relationship that you desire it's because there's a fear there's something holding you back there's something there and then this is why we take accountability because it's our job to find what it is that's holding us back and usually that will come up in the subconscious things that the conscious mind is just shut off so yes what we say consciously the positive thinking the affirmations they all play a part but the subconscious is the thing that is in the driver's seat And when we're able to really teach the subconscious and our nervous system to feel safe, we have the tools in place to be able to remain calm energetically. We're then able to really, really make those moves and come to a point where we see the opportunities and it becomes like an autopilot thing. It becomes second nature that you seek growth. It becomes second nature that you get yourself out of your comfort zone, that you have the ideas and you run with it that you see the job that you want to apply for and you just apply for it. And understanding that some, for some people, it can be the fear of upleveling, the fear of creating success, the fear of being loved. There's so many different stories that we hold within the subconscious from our experiences in our childhood and even our experiences as adults. And you might think, why would I fear being loved? Why would I fear being treated well? Why would I fear having a lot of money? Well, actually, that can be a huge fear for a lot of people if it's not familiar. And we can fear those aspects if we think people are going to look at us differently or if we've never really experienced unconditional love. It can be scary because we don't actually know what that is. So there's so many different things that we can look into here to see if I don't think I'm in alignment. Why is that? What's going on? Hypnosis is amazing for tapping into your subconscious mind. EFT, breath work, just slowing down and connecting to nature. There's so many ways that you can access the subconscious. There's no one size fits all. I've done all of them. And it has really, honestly, helped me in so many ways up-level. It's helped me change my self-image. And I just can't preach it enough. Because there's so many things going on within us that aren't visible to the 3D, like the 3D world, the art like our eyes that are influencing our behaviours. So, the next point that I wanted to say from that is surrendering. We often fall into this mentality that we need to do all the things, all the tools, all the practices, all the journaling, all the meditation, that it necessarily becomes unnecessarily, (laughs) if that makes sense. Like, it becomes a chore. I think that's what I'm trying to say. Like, it can become a chore I haven't done this, I haven't done that, I haven't done the other, oh that means I'm not in alignment, things aren't going to manifest, things aren't going to happen for me. It's like, just wait a minute, it's not your job to know everything, how things are going to happen, it's just our job to do the inner work, it's just our job to take accountability for how we feel, how we're treating others, how we're showing up in life. We have to be comfortable and willing to let go and surrender and even right now in my life I'm going through this because there's something that I really really want to happen next month and in my intuition I'm like it's happening but then physically there's challenges that I'm presented with so now I'm like is it gonna happen I don't know whether this is meant to be maybe I've got it wrong and then all this fear is coming up So I'm practically being forced to surrender to this situation because I've done all that I can. And if it's not meant to be right now, it's not meant to be. And I just have to trust that that's what the universe wants for me. And we go through this process of thinking we need to control an outcome. And if it's not going to happen, it's disappointing for us. And I get it. It's natural to feel disappointed if things don't happen in the way that we wanted or the time frame that we wanted and we come back to that part of like okay if it's not happening right now there's obviously an underlying reason for that and I can't beat myself up over that I the best way is just being like right you know what I've done everything now I'm just gonna let go of this I'm gonna let the universe take control I'm gonna let the divine deal with it because then I know if if this is meant for me if I'm meant to do this if this opportunity is meant for me if this relationship's meant for me it will not pass me by and the timing of that will happen divinely and it doesn't need me to start panicking controlling overthinking because all that's doing is consuming my energy because it's not all up to us as much as we like to think it is and it's good to feel like you know it's it's good to take the accountability, but then it's also tapping into that trust factor of that surrendering. And then the next point that I want to add to this, and this is a lot more of the energetics, is having fun and adventure in your life. And I've actually written on my notes, stop being so serious. (laughs) I I remember when I started on my self-development journey and going through a spiritual awakening and building my coaching business everything was so serious it's like we really naturally fall into this it's so serious it, everything has to you know and it takes the joy away from life and the joy and the fun is the thing that brings the spark the creativity the glow the ideas and if we're just constantly in this serious mentality like the world is so serious isn't it anyway like the way that the world's built, the masculine of do, do, do and everything has to be done within timescales and time frames. and I get, you know, there's a, that's required, I'm not disputing that but then if we lose that playfulness side and we lose that inner child connection and it just really can drain us and I do think that causes us to feel out of alignment if we let go of the fun if we focus too much on statistics, numbers, the progress, it can really cause us to feel drained and like whatever we're doing is not enough because we're always going to be seeking more, we're always going to be seeking the next next amount of numbers, we're always going to be seeking the next amount of figures and strategy and it, it can really be depleting on our energy and we're not naturally to our core as souls meant to always lead with statistics and numbers and and strategy like obviously some people thrive in that for me i don't i like the joy aspect of things and of course you know having the ability to reflect on growth and numbers and strategy it all has a place but i think If we focus too much on being so serious, it really does affect our creative levels. And the joy in life, and life is so short. We don't know how long we've got without getting so deep. You don't know how long you've got here. And you don't want to look back thinking that you spend all of your life being so serious. Tracking every single food that you eat beating yourself up if you go over your calories a little bit so what like I'm sorry so what does anyone really get hit have you committed the crime no like come on like honestly like we get trapped into this real rat race mentality and when we release that and when we're like look I'm not letting myself go And I'm not overlooking the importance of seeing the growth that I'm making. You know, if you're a business owner, that's vital. I'm not telling you to bury your head in the sand and not focus on that. Because that would be terrible advice. I'm just advising you to consider how you can connect back to the parts of you that maybe you've forgotten. The parts of you that you are naturally to your core. That bring joy and fun and creativity in life. And that's the parts and the moments that the ideas and the wisdom will come that it's just like, wow, that is such an amazing idea. Why didn't I think of that before? And it's because we've just been so serious in in our mentality. And when we are connecting to the joy and the fun, we can ask ourselves, how does it feel to be in alignment? Like, how does it feel to be my future self, the version of me who is my higher self. What does that feel like? And then you can start to connect to those feelings in meditation. As you're getting ready in the morning, you can put music on. Music's a real game changer for shifting your energy and stepping into that new identity. The moment that I put in music on, like I'm loving Lizzo at the moment. Like, Lizzo's new album is a vibe. I know a lot of people love Beyonce. She's good as well. But, like, I'm really drawn to Lizzo at the minute. And it's like when I put her on, I love that energy. Ariana Grande, another one, love some of her songs, like the upbeat ones. And that's going to shift your energy. That's going to shift you back into alignment because it's connecting back to the feelings, anything that we're seeking, anything that we're working towards externally. It's simply because the feeling that it's going to give us, that's what we're desiring. And we can feel that feeling now. We don't need to wait for that experience to come in order to feel that feeling. We can just feel it. We make a decision. I choose to feel love, self-love. I choose to feel excitement. I get myself excited for the day. Like, it's a decision that we make and it simply is that it doesn't have to be complicated in any other way and remembering that the energy that we go into something is the energy that we're going to admit out like it's what we're going to get back so that is really important for us to look at the energetic side of things and then the final point actually i think it's pretty much the final i anyway, know i've got two more points the next one is something that maybe not a lot of people want me to say and this is just me okay so it might not work for everybody and i know it actually doesn't work for everybody but it's maybe considering cutting back on alcohol i find when you drink alcohol it can lower your vibration it can lower your frequency and it can it makes me feel not my best self i don't like feeling hungover i don't mind it every now and then but i couldn't do that every week and some people function great off it and some people don't like I'm one of those people who don't so I find like if I'm drinking a lot of alcohol it can numb me and it just doesn't make me feel amazing and I want to feel good my higher self is in an energy of feeling good about herself feeling confident about herself feeling healthy feeling inspired feeling healthy in her body but healthy in her mind and alcohol can really affect your frequency like it's a depressant right so usually if I've drank the night before I tend to feel worse about myself over the coming days or I my mind starts to seek things like I think they call it like the alcohol blues don't they or something I don't know whether that's the exact term, but basically it's like it's looking out for things that aren't there. And it's like my mind seeking things that things aren't where they're meant to be. And then it just like amplifies it more. I don't actually know the science behind it, but there's definitely got to be something that alcohol affects the brain, which then causes you to feel lower in mood. And if you're going on this self development journey or a spiritual awakening journey, having a period where you're not drinking will do you the world of good. Obviously, I'm not gonna tell you what to do you're an adult, do whatever you feel is right, it's just been so, it's just been huge for me and I'm not teetotal by any means of the imagination, I do like to have the odd drink every now and then, it is more of a blue moon and in a blue moon and it's not even about me, oh she's boring, well if people think I'm boring then so be it, like you don't need to drink alcohol to have fun, you don't need to drink alcohol to be confident, you can be your confident self without alcohol And I actually think when you put yourself in social settings and you're not drinking, it actually makes you more confident because the way that I could describe it is you just realise you don't have to rely on anything else so it makes you stronger within. You don't need anything like a substance to make you feel a certain way. And yeah, I, I mean, I won't go too much into that right now but it's definitely something that I would suggest you consider. Especially when it comes to getting into alignment. Because being in alignment is basically feeling like the best version of you. And alcohol does not help me feel like that. Especially if it's like an excessive thing. And those days, in terms of me drinking excessively, I like to think along long behind me now. But going on this path and this journey, I feel like having the space of not being hungover has helped me in so many different ways get ahead a lot quicker and faster and connect more to my, in my spiritual practice. And that's just obviously like my own point of view. It's not for everyone and there's there's people who can, you know, do really well and feel amazing even if they drink, but I'm just not one of those people. So I guess it just comes down to knowing yourself, knowing like what works for you. And then the final tip is to slow down, have more patience, have more trust. Know that everything is happening for you. Being in trust is huge for getting into alignment and being in alignment because when we slow it down, we're not expecting things so fast. Usually they tend to come quicker, (laughs) which is just so ironic, isn't it? But when we slow down and we're like, everything is happening as it should, I'm showing up, I'm doing the work, I'm having rest, I'm having joy, I'm having space to myself, I'm living my life. We don't need to put so much urgency on like rush, rush, rush. And urgency is good in a sense of, I want to make this happen. So I'm going to take the action to make it happen. But then it's kind of like, not in this depleting way where it burns us out so there's the difference it's like yes have urgency to take the alliance action to show up for yourself but also understand that things are going to take time and they're going to take as long as they need to take and someone else's timeline is nothing to do with your timeline someone else's success is nothing to do with how successful you're going to be the opportunities someone else gets doesn't mean that you're not going to get opportunities either so having the patience that when you're following your intuition your vision your goals you're taking accountability for yourself things are going to happen exactly as they are meant to happen and we don't need to rush all we need to do is have trust i'm going to leave the podcast episode there i can't believe i've been recording for nearly an hour this is like probably one of the longest solo podcast episodes I have ever recorded. I hope that you've enjoyed it. I really love talking about these types of things and I would actually be interested in hearing what you think of this. If there's anything else you feel that I've missed and what has helped you in terms of getting into alignment and showing up as your best self what has been your biggest takeaway from this episode let me know over on instagram just drop me a message i'll put my instagram in the description of the podcast if you're not already following me i would love to hear it and if you did enjoy this episode be sure to tag it tag me in your stories share it with someone who might want to hear this might want to you might think will benefit from this let them know. And yeah, I just want to say thank you so much for listening, especially if you listened for this long. I'm so grateful to have you. And I hope that you have a lovely rest of your day, wherever you are listening to me. And I will be back next week with another episode. Thank you so much for listening to Lift Yourself Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe. And if you would like to see more content from me, follow me on Instagram at underscore lifts underscore. If you're feeling generous, give this podcast a review on the Apple podcast app as it will help this podcast get in front of more people who need to hear this content. Thank you so much for listening. I am so, so grateful to have you with me and I'm really looking forward to speaking to you next time.